What is going on, ladies, gentlemen, listeners of the Didn't Ask podcast? Welcome back to another episode of this right here podcast, the Didn't Ask podcast. How's everybody doing? I hope you are doing good. I'm doing fine myself. Got some new medication last week. I have an iron deficiency, and uh, that led to some serious, some 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 issues. Uh, I'm gonna keep it fake because nobody really cares. So I have an iron deficiency, so I'm getting medication for that. We're doing already a little bit better right now, even though I've been taking those medicine for the last couple of days. So yeah, that's that's going on. I just got back from seeing Jurassic World Dominion. It's an okay movie, I guess. I don't really have a love for the Jurassic franchise that it is uh, six movies now. I think that the first Jurassic Park is very cool and has some very awesome elements. But I think taking that movie, specifically Jurassic Park, the first one, into what it is now, I feel like there is there is still so many good things about it, but some things fall flat. And I feel like that's basically what happened to the whole franchise. I, I feel like this whole franchise has some weird, I don't know, some some weird things happening to it that don't really make sense and yeah i don't know there is just something that makes this fucking franchise just a little bit weird i don't know what what it is i don't know how to place it but in this movie it it was okay i had an okay time i i wasn't fully bored i would say i i enjoyed certain parts of it but overall i think it's just lackluster in many ways shapes or forms Especially coming off of Jurassic World, The Lost Kingdom, I think it is, right? What is it? This the Jurassic World 2? I'm just going to call it that. Uh, coming off of Jurassic World 2, like, I had some serious issues with the plot of Jurassic World 2, where it just didn't really make sense, in my opinion, what was happening to the cast and to the dinosaurs didn't really make sense so it's gonna be interesting on how to how they are gonna follow that up but they they kind of did it well enough i would say but yeah uh, i don't know it, it's just not my franchise i would just say that that's probably the long and short of it so yeah let's jump into the first question of course coming from the ask reddit subreddit because like we always do we get five questions from the Ask Reddit subreddit and then one question from the MID asshole subreddit to finish the show off. And speaking of finishing things off, this question comes from user Mary Kills and they ask, What's a better phrase than I am coming? We're going into the R rated zone immediately. We're gonna get demonetized on YouTube. Fun fact, I'm not even monetized on YouTube, so who really cares about this? What is a better phrase than I am coming? I can make a joke here and then just say Spider-Man. And if you know the sex thing, Spider-Man is when a guy comes in his hand without telling the girl and then say, Hey, look, I'm Spider-Man. And then just slinging the cum at her face, which is... um. If it's non-consensual, that's a bit of an issue. But just thinking about it, to me, uh, is really funny. So yeah, that, that, that would be a funny thing to say. But I don't know. There is no real thing that like, I'm coming. Like that, It is a weird thing to say. You know, I, I'm, I'm climaxing. I'm hitting the point of climax. Ah, man. Squirtle used aqua punch. 
Squirrel uses aqua pulse. I don't fucking know. Like uh, the water cannon or I don't fucking know. You've been graced. Something like that. I don't know. It makes no sense. Like I'm saying, it is just a weird term to just be like, I'm coming. You know what I mean? Like the, it's, a, it's a weird thing. Just just say, watch out. <laughs> I guess I don't fucking know. Depending on, of course, what's going on, you can say, watch out instead of I'm coming. Yeah, again, hitting the point of climax. I don't know. I, I, I don't know, Mary Kills. What's a better phrase than I'm coming? Again, there, I don't really think there is a better phrase. I think that it's very in the moment and you should just be like, uh, you know, like if, if a girl is... Give, or if a person, and no, no matter a girl, like if a person is giving a guy head, you know, and they're just giving him a blowjob, then you can say, watch out or be careful. And then it's just like, okay, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't fucking know. This is weird. Yeah, I don't know. Let's move on to the second question. Thank you, Mary Kills, for your question. Going to the second question coming from user hungry, tired, and bored. I had to read that very slowly just to make sure that I was saying the right words and not just saying the words that are that not saying letters in the order that they're there. It makes no sense why I'm saying it, but you get what I mean. What always takes way longer than it should? And the funny thing is, when I saw this question, I was thinking about this show, not only because it's part of the show, but it's also just the fact that this show takes quite a while to prepare. And this is something that you as a listener have no recollection of or have no view on. But yeah, this show sometimes can take a, a while to, to get together and record and eventually publish. Because even though Reddit is such a popular place on the internet, the questions on the Ask Reddit subreddit are always really samey, I would say. I've had moments with this podcast already and we're at episode 65 right now i've had moments in this podcast that that we that i was just scrolling and i already was just like oh i feel like i've done this and another insight for you listeners at home or anywhere where you're listening to this i have a document that has all the questions that i've answered in this podcast and based on that i will pick and choose the questions that i will be answering for this week's episode and sometimes I do it because, uh, so I, I can look through all the questions and be like, oh, I've answered this question then and I don't know what the answer was, but like maybe the answer has changed or I just go like, hey, I have already answered this question, so we can just skip that question. And that's basically the issue that I'm running into with this podcast now is that m- many of the questions are very, if they're not topical, and then they're very samey. And sometimes them being topical also like narrows my viewpoint of what it is. Because right now there are a lot of questions on Reddit about gun laws and when do you allow it, when not, and stuff like that because of the shooting that I've mentioned last week as well. That, that is a topical, that's a topical issue, but the questions aren't that great per se. So it's a 50-50 thing where sometimes I want very topical questions so that the questions like uh, are more recent and are more current and the answer are a bit different. And if you don't have topical questions, 
or like re, you know recency based questions they they get a bit samey and that's why sometimes it's really nice when something happens um not nice in the sense that oh it's great that there's a shooting but more so as in like i don't know fucking queen elizabeth is celebrating her jubilee because she has been on the throne for 70 years and and then the question would be like uh would you stay on the throne for 70 years something like that there are small things like that that are more topical and therefore make more sense to add to the show but other than the questions themselves that are sometimes to take a bit long like i said it's reddit is very popular place on the internet yet there are still so many samey questions and questions that i cannot really use on this podcast sometimes because they're asked to women or trans people or certain job types or certain people from certain countries or yada 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 so there are many questions that i cannot really use and that's why it takes a little bit longer sometimes what also takes surprisingly long is the editing of this podcast because if you have been listening to this podcast you may notice that i've edit i edit every podcast that goes out there because i stop talking like i did now i i stop talking i say the word um I say you know so many times that I really would like to edit that out and make the listening experience a little bit better. Just having shorter silences in between words and sentences that I'm saying just to make everything run a little bit faster because it's a really hard thing to talk to people or like it's 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 already hard to talk to people for 30 minutes as it is sometimes. Again, that differs per person and what happened on that day or that week or whatever. But it is really hard for me to keep talking for 30 minutes when I'm talking to myself, basically. And uh, with that, that gives me the opportunity to have a drink and then can edit it out. Or again, like I'm saying, I say um a lot because I'm just thinking because there's nobody to basically run up of. And yeah, those are a couple of things that I just think that, oh, they might take a little long. And I've not even mentioned how long it takes. An episode like that's about 30 minutes long takes about 45 minutes to an hour to edit. And then I have to export that and then have to render that. And that means that it, it takes a whole bunch of time for me at the end of the day to get everything up. But Again, I like doing this podcast. I am very excited to do this podcast every week, even though it's a bit of a weird situation, like I'm saying. Like, I'm talking to myself for 30 minutes, sometimes even more than that. And then having to edit that down is always a fun thing to do. But yeah, sometimes it takes a little bit long and, you know, you want it to be a little shorter. Especially the the rendering afterwards sometimes can take such a long time for no fucking reason and then you have a rendering error when you're fucking waiting for 20 minutes and then uh, you have to render it again and it costs you another 25 minutes it's not great but i do it with all the love and pleasure for you listeners out there so going back to the question asked by hungry tired and bored what always takes way longer than it should and it is just basically making this podcast for me it takes very long to get the right questions And then basically putting them in the right order so that the flow of the show goes a little bit better. And then 
that having to edit the podcast down and then render that thing out and then having to write the subject and the description and stuff like that, that always takes a little bit of time and sometimes a little longer than I wanted to take. So yeah, thank you for your question. Hungry, tired and bored. Moving on to the third question of the day, coming from user wonderful-wash-2145. Have you ever been scared to the core of your soul? What's the story? So I have n- not necessarily been like scared to the core of my soul, but a couple of days ago, I had this weird thing where I have been hearing about sleep paralysis for a long, long time. And not uh, like a couple of days ago, I experienced sleep paralysis or something like it for the first time. And it was very fucking scary. So I was having a dream where for some sort of reason, the like my it was legitimately my room, but somehow it looked like, I don't know, like a fucking bomb exploded outside. And so it was all decayed and there were holes everywhere and I don't know what the fuck was going on and then I maybe I woke up in the dream or I actually woke up I don't know what it was so I I kind of woke up but I don't know if it was like actually waking up or that it was in the dream waking up but I looked up and I saw a hole in the in the roof and then mice started jumping out of it and i was so scared that i just actually just rolled out of bed like i was just like what the fuck is going on like and i've never had such a weird vivid dream before that i actually had to you know jump out of bed because i was feeling that like there were mice jumping on my face but that was one of the 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 days where i was like okay this is fucking weird i want to get fuck out of here i need to roll out of bed I, i need to go and that's what i did so going to your question, wonderful-wash-2145, have you ever been scared to the core of your soul? What's the story? And again, I don't want to say that I was scared to the core of my soul, but this was a moment where I was so scared that I, that, that I didn't really know what to do. And the only thing that I could do was roll out of bed to make sure that, hey, if I'm not in bed, those mice going to jump on my face. And it was such a weird moment that I, I, I don't know. It was the first thing I thought of when I saw this question. It was a very weird moment of, again, sleep paralysis maybe? I don't know what it was, but it was very scary. And I hope it never happens to me ever again. Thank you for your question, wonderful wash. Moving on to the fourth question of today, coming from user heavy-strain32. And they ask, what is the most genuine thing you can say to a person going through depression? Depression is something that's that's very hard to uh, pinpoint and it's really hard to be, be an ally for the person that is going through that because you don't really know what they are going through. Even though some people have had depression, I feel like depression is something that shows itself in different ways. So it's a really hard thing to just be like, hey depression there you go um but i feel like saying to a person like hey i don't know what you're going through but i will be here for you if you need me can go a long way for just saying that hey i don't want to be pushy and be like hey do you want me to help you 
But just saying like, hey, I can understand that this is difficult, but if you want somebody to talk to, please find me. I think that could go a long way where, again, like I'm saying, it's just the fact that you want to say that you're there for the person, but not necessarily be like, hey, things are going bad for you, so you need my help type things. Like you want to be available, but you don't, in my opinion, you don't want to be like pushing, be like, hey, come to me for help type thing. So to me saying like, hey, I don't know what you're going through, but I'm here to help you. If you need help, I think that could go a very long way in showcasing that, hey, you can be there for the person and just making yourself available, but not necessarily being too pushy and clingy around why you want to be the person there for the other person. So that would be my answer to you, Strain 32 What's the most genuine thing you can say to a person going through depression? Like I said, depression is a very different thing for everybody and displays itself in different ways. So just saying like, hey, I don't know what you're going through, but if you ever need help, I'm here for you if you need it. I think that that is a very you know genuine thing if you really want to help. And it, it is a way for you to offer your services and your help, but not necessarily be too pushy to be like, hey, I you need help. Let me help you. Let me help you. Because just saying that you're available, I feel like can go a very long way for the person that's depressed. Thank you for your question. Heavy strain. And now to the final question of the Ask Reddit subreddit coming from user Lost in Lovely. And they ask, what should someone know before getting a cat? I have two cats and I love them dearly. They're getting very old now. I think they're 14 now, both of them, because they're brother and sister, which is always really fun. I have a brother and sister. And the the story behind my cats is even cooler, kind of. So... Um, my mom was working at a clothing store and one of her colleagues lived near a farm and it is very normal for farmers here in the Netherlands. I don't know if it's normal outside of here, but they have a cat, you know, that's their cat, but the cat just goes wherever the fuck it pleases. So the cat got pregnant and it, like I was saying, like it's very normal for farmers that have a cat that gets pregnant to just drown the kittens. And that was basically the plan for the cats of the, the farm near my colleague, like my mom's colleague. And she was just like, hey, before you drown these fucking kittens, I would love to take them off your hands so they don't have to go. And then the farmer was just like, well, that's fine by me. You can take the kittens. So I believe the cat had three kittens and one was orange and two were black and white. Uh, my mom had said... Like we at the time we were like looking at maybe getting a cat, but my mom was like, "Well, if I gotta get a cat, it's gotta be either like the gray one, like the specific breed, the gray one. I don't know what what that cat is called uh, per se, but like it's like the gray cat. You know, if you if you see the gray cat, you know that that's the gray cat. And she was like wanted that cat, even though you know that's very expensive because they're they're specific breeds." Or she wanted a black and white cat. And fate decided that these cats were brother and sister and uh, they were black and white. So after like six weeks, 
my mom got them from the colleague and then we we raised them from that point on so i've been having these cats for 14 years now and um, they still piss me off from time to time so what you need to know about getting a cat before you do is that cats are cats are very much like humans and this is what I was started thinking of because people always there is some weird thing on the internet where people hate cats. Like you, you're either a cat person or a dog person. I get that in a certain ex, to a certain extent. I am a very much a cat person. I do like dogs though, but I'm a cat person. On the internet, people always go like cats suck and cats this and cats that. I feel like to me, cats are very human like that. They have their very own personality, and because they're cats. They don't have to be walked. They can do everything themselves, which I think is that that's what makes people very uncomfortable with them because they just do whatever the fuck they please. There was this thing where my cats were legitimately scratching at the door for me to give them food, like for a very long time when they were like 10 or something like that. They would just come to my door and then scratch at the door or at my mom's door and then ask, basically ask for food. And that's what they do, man. They don't give a fuck about you. They want to just live their best lives. Sometimes they go, they run through the house for fucking five minutes. And then eventually they calm down. But like, they they do whatever the fuck they want. So be prepared to just be woken up in the middle of the night. Be fucking yelling at them for running around the house for no fucking reason. They get scared f- for certain things, but like weirdly scared for certain things where I, where you're just like, what the fuck is going on with you? So there, there are just weird things. But again, going back to the, the earlier point I was making is that cats are very human-like and that they have their own personalities and that they do what they want to do because they want to do it and not necessarily because a human says they should do it. So yeah, be prepared for that. Thank you for your question, Lost and Lovely. And now, moving on to the final question of the day. Of course, coming from the MIDS subreddit, asked by user Promonium underscore Ion. And they ask, am I an asshole for asking my aunt what part of the penis was required to operate a toy? So I, a 26-year-old female, am expecting my first daughter with my husband, 29 male, in September. I grew up in a moderately religious household and pretty strictly defined gender roles. As in, since I was a girl, I had chores around the house while my younger brother did not have to do anything. I don't talk to my parents for a variety of reasons, going on year five now, so they do not know I am pregnant. Both my aunts and grandparents were very supportive of me leaving my household and as such have been my main family. Being six months pregnant now, people have started to give gifts and I am very grateful for them. We have decided that we don't want our daughter to be surrounded by pink everything with only girl things. So we have made a conscious effort to include traditionally boy outfits and toys like dinosaurs and cars. We have told people that any gender items would be accepted. And if it's getting too much pink, we have gone out to balance a bit. Getting a green jacket or something. My younger aunt has taken great offense to this because boys are boys and girls are girls. And she's a very verbal and loud person and has let her opinion known several times to us. She has two boys herself. At my baby shower, my older aunt gifted us a book called Good Night Construction Side and a little stuffed truck. My younger aunt went on a tirade about how we 
are somehow making our daughter trans and not allowing her to be a girl. And since she is a loud person, uh, of course, her saying this was more like yelling it. And in front of my very liberal in-laws, who are very supportive of my choice. Pregnancy hormones took over and I grabbed the toy, gave it to my younger aunt and asked her what part of the penis was needed to operate this toy truck. She yelled that's not what she meant and left. The rest of the baby shower went fine, but it was a bit awkward after. Since then she has been blowing up Facebook where a bunch of people agree with her that I am making my daughter trends and have been telling me that I was an asshole. The rest of my family think what we are doing is fine, but that I shouldn't have handled it that way. So, was I an asshole? Um, it was a bit of a, a, a lengthy story here, Bromonium underscore ion, but I would say, no, you're not the asshole. You have a very, you're in a very interesting point because the, the funny thing about, about pregnancy is, is that everybody wants to be a part of your pregnancy in some way, shape or form. And um, people, and, and th this thing, so this thing where blue is for boys, pink is for girls is such a outdated thing, but it is still a thing that you see every goddamn day. And I know this because when my little niece was born, so my sister's daughter, uh, I wanted to give something because that's what you do. You, you go to like the baby shower or the, you know, the party or whatever, and then you give something, you want to give something. So I was just like, let me get something small, like a t-shirt or a hoodie or something like that. And I went to the Primark, probably well known by the listeners. And if you don't know, it's like a clothing store and they have like cheaper things. It's not that expensive. And I was like, yeah, I want to get something small. So I went to the girl section to be like, I'm, I'm getting a little niece. So let's go to the girl section. And legitimately everything was pink, glittery or something in that form. And I was just like, what the fuck do I have to do with this? And my sister as well, like my sister is very much fashion oriented in the sense that she doesn't really like pink to begin with. So when my little niece was about to be born, she was just like, yeah, I don't really want pink shit. So I kept that in mind. And that meant that, hey, when I went to the Primark, I was like, I cannot get anything really from the girls section because everything, like I said, is either it's like pink there are glitters on there or it's like white with like gold glitter and i don't know and it, everything is very quote-unquote girly and i don't personally don't really like that myself so i went to the boys section and got a hoodie that said my mom is awesome so my sister was very happy because you know that's fun and it was a black hoodie with white text and it was all fine and everybody loved it so and my my little niece wore that shirt for a very long time because my sister or mom, my mom, I don't know. They exchanged it for a bigger size so that my niece could wear it for a very long time. So I think she wore that like for like months, which is fantastic, especially with children. Because uh, small children have to change clothing very often because they grow so fast. But anyways, I very much understand that, yeah, you want to be a little bit more neutral in the sense that there are so many things that you can get and they're pink and whatever, but that, that's just not, that's not really a great look, I personally think. So I get that you're very much like, hey, we're just going to do whatever the fuck we like and not necessarily be like pink is for girls, blue is for boys type shit. So I get that. And if your aunt doesn't want to deal with that, 
And that's her point. Just don't deal with it. But I feel like, yeah, this is raising of a kid that's not yours. So at that point, you should just back the fuck off. You can say like, hey, um, I, I think about something differently. You can say that, but don't make it a big don't make it a big deal out of it. Yeah, just being so vehemently against toy car, bro. It's a toy car or a toy truck in this case. Who cares, man? So yeah, I, I feel like you're definitely not the asshole for just running up and just broke up on there. Fuck that. Because you want to be an asshole about it, you're going to feel like the fucking asshole in this case. So, Romeo underscore Ion, I would say you're definitely not the asshole for standing up for what you believe in. And the the thing is just like saying that you're raising the kids to be, be trans. I don't really understand that. Like, I have had... I, I know trans people that they, they were raised traditionally, in a sense. Like, people... And that's the very same thing with with gay people and stuff like that. Some people are gay and come from a very religious background. So they were basically thought that, hey, being gay is really bad. Don't be gay, yada, yada, yada. And they still came out gay. So I don't really think that there is a way for you to raise your kid trans. And a kid is not going to be trans because they're wearing a green shirt instead of a pink one. That's such a bullshit thing. So yeah, no, you're definitely not the asshole bromium underscore ion. And that has been it for the Didn't Ask podcast for this week. I hope you like it. And if you did, please leave a rating on Apple Podcast or Spotify because both places give you the ability to leave a review. You can find this podcast on anchor.fm forward slash didn't dash ask dash pod. That link will be in the show description. Over here, you can find all the hyperlinks to all the podcast places you can find this podcast. You can find this on Podcast Addict, Pocket Cast, Amazon Podcast, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast. It, we're everywhere. If I am in a place that you really want, if I'm not in a place where you really want me, just let me know and I will figure out how we can get this podcast on there. You can also find this podcast on YouTube. I don't really mentioned it that quite that often, but that link will be in the show description as well. So please leave a subscribe, leave a like. It can all help me out in the future. Do, that's going to do it for me for this week. If you want to know what I'm doing in the next week, you can go to Trekt.tv. This is a very fun platform where I basically keep track of, that's why it's called Trekt, keep track of all the TV shows and movies that I'm watching throughout the week. So you can watch them with me sometimes while I'm watching them. And you can also ask me a question about it. Speaking of asking questions, you can go to track.tv, like I mentioned earlier. Over here, you can find a box that says matches. If you press that, you get the ability to record a voice message for me so I can play it on this podcast and answer your question live on air. If you don't want your voice to be heard on this podcast, I can totally understand that. Just mention that somewhere in your message and then I'll just read the question out myself. Then I can still answer your question without you hearing your voice. Well, that's a lot of podcasts for this week. I hope you enjoyed it and I will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.